Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before we get started with another great edition of the Duke's Rosslyn podcast, I do want to let you know, Zencaster.com. That's right, Zencaster.com. They are, without a doubt, my favorite website to head over to for all of these great conversations that you hear on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. Superior quality in sound. Also, they have a great uh, video option as well if you need to record your videos. But the best part about it is the files are all split separately into MP3s. So you can edit them separately, you can put them together, do whatever you got to do. The main idea is Zencaster, Zencaster.com, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R, for all of your podcasting, video conferencing, even if you just want to uh, have a great conversation with your loved ones. All your needs there online for communication, Zencaster has you covered. That's right. Locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. So, hello, hello. This is the Queen Marie the top manager of the stable MKW China, the only female and the queen of MKW China, the one and only wrestling promotion in China. And you know what, Duke? You're really in trouble. I'm very nervous here. Uh, queen Marie, legitimately one of the, big, the biggest fashion icons, the greatest manager in the history of pro wrestling, not only in exactly. China, but really in all of Asia. Well, why am I in big trouble here, Queen Marie? I'm actually famous not only in China, okay? Let's clarify that. All around the world. And I know that your show has been launched for like six years, right? Am I correct on that? You are correct. So why is only now I've been invited for this show? The queen, the only female of MKW China, the queen. And we're just talking now, Duke. You're going to explain me that seriously. Well, you know, Queen Marie, the, the issue is that I wanted to make sure that my skills were, were you know, good enough for a queen. So all these oh. years I've been practicing my skills with everybody else. But now right. I feel like I'm finally at the point where I can speak to the queen and and we can have a great conversation on the show please don't beat me up i will not beat you up i will make sam beat you okay we're gonna do that well, i'm very <laughs> i'm very terrified it. of big sam so this <laughs> <laughs> sam you know sam right i, I big the sam has been on the show yes. so yeah we are all like hand to hand I am behind him. He knows he has my back on all of the times. So he's going to talk to you, okay? I'm not that level even, okay? <laughs> I am very terrified, okay? The big Englishman, okay, Big okay. Sam. Big Sam has that Big Sam bomb. So I got I to gotta watch myself. He's going to pick me up and throw me down. Jesus. Listen, I'm Queen sorry. Marie, this is yeah. a real treat to have you on Duke Loves Wrestling because you're somebody who is a little mysterious. 
you know, the, the, the fans, they, they are in love with you, but I don't think they really know you too well here. So this is very cool to have you on the show and kind of get some information about who you are as a person, because not only are you the queen of MKW, but you're a fashion icon. You are a, a, a dancer and a dance choreographer who is revered around the world. You are an event planner. So all the big time events and what have you, you've had your hand in them in, in some way, shape, form or fashion. And also you're someone who, you know, the guys are, are constantly trying to get a date with because they're all in love with you. So this is this is a, a, an interesting um, life that you have and lifestyle that you have here. So let me ask you the first question. How does it feel to be so famous? First of all, thank you for compliments. Really, I accept them all. And yes, you are right. I do love my life. It's very bright. And I do love to be myself. And yeah, that's very interesting that you call me mysterious because you know what? It has been not on target, but I do love to have a mystery behind me. You know, like I don't want, I want always to people have the taste to know what is there, you know? So uh, back to your question again, who is there, right? Who is there? There is a girl with a pure energy. Uh, I can call myself even spiritual person. Yeah. And um, there is a self-made girl. There is an independent girl. There is a sensitive girl. There is a very bright girl and the beautiful girl. And yeah, this is all what makes Queen Marie being a Queen Marie. I have a lot uh, common with the Queen Marie as common as different also we can talk about that later but i do love my character and i do believe that there is a certain connection between the character and the personality yeah very interesting very interesting so let's start from the top here because again i want i want everybody around the world who is always liking your pictures online and when they see you in middle kingdom wrestling they're all like, oh my god i'm in love with her who is that oh queen marie she's so great i want them to know a little bit more about the person behind uh the persona so to speak so let's start from the beginning where are you originally from where were you born and raised okay um i'm from russia yeah i was born in far east uh it's um the region the city by the sea so i've I've been growing by the sea. I'm the sea girl. I'm the the girl with a beach on the with a tan, you know, this sort of thing. I do love water a lot. I like to be by the water. You know, this is the this is kind of my energy, my power. I've been born in a small city next to Vladivostok. This is like the the biggest city in this region. And um, since uh, seven years old, I've been. Um, attending the dance classes. It was a very serious Russian style dance school. So I don't have much memories about the childhood, you know, like, like a normal childhood. I've been dancing all the time. It was very hard training, actually. That's why I'm kind of like strong and uh, in a good shape. Let's say that, okay. <laughs> uh, because I've been dancing hard, like training hard all my life. 
yeah, when girls like 15, 16 years old, they've been dating their first love and stuff like that. I've been very focused on my dance career. To be honest, I was thinking that I will do dance career for whole my life. But apparently my mom had very different view on that. So she kind of like forced me to choose some, some like major in the university. And I thought like, okay, I, I feel myself as doing the advertisement PR. So um, successfully I um, applied for the university, the Far Eastern Federal University, the biggest. So I'm a very, I'm having a good education. So, and yeah, five years I've been studying the advertisement and PR in Vladivostok. Meanwhile, I was dancing. Uh, meanwhile, I was doing my, I was trying myself in different um, fields. Like I was working for some PR companies in Vladivostok. And when I was 20, I thought, okay, I feel like I wanna be more financially independent. I opened my dance studio when I was 20 in Vladivostok. So yeah, I've been kind of like always doing several projects in the same time. Like it, it has been 10 years ago and the same time now. So I have a full time, I have my hobbies, I have stuff like this, different projects at the time. So yeah, and uh, when I was 22, uh, I've been invited by the Moscow Theater, which is located in Harbin, north of China. I've been invited there to do the show, to do the choreography, to be the dancer. So yeah, it was a great time. Uh, it was a hard time. First time I came to China, uh, I was adopting and it was interesting experience working with uh, Chinese people with Chinese view. So we kind of like were trying to bring to audience the idea of friendship and the history of China and Russia. Oh my God, that was a great experience ever I had in my life, to be honest. Yeah, and when uh, then after that, I was um, I changed my job. I started to work for American company. It was actually the school, and we were doing the great um, events, uh, activities. I was teaching drama for kids. Yeah, and then I moved to Shanghai. Yeah, and uh, now I'm doing the marketing in Shanghai, uh, doing my personal project, and uh, MKW became as my lifetime hobby. So yeah, also helping to promote MKW and being the queen as my part-time job. That is a heck of a journey that you've had, uh, Marie. I've always wondered yeah. about something because, again, you are an accomplished dancer and choreographer, and you started when you were younger. So this is something that is part of your lifestyle, part of your blood. Whether you're dancing professionally ever again or not, you're always going to have that background. It's always going to be part of who you are. How has yeah. it been? Because you're you're also a fashion icon and you're a person who literally you're known and respected for your fashion sense and all of your outfits and the shoes, Marie. You're always wearing these these fancy heels and what have you. <laughs> Is it difficult to be walking around in all those different types of shoes today, considering the fact that you've been a dancer for so long? I mean, it's got to be a lot of stress on your feet, right? I was born in shoes. I can run in shoes. Come on. I have been Russian. Listen no joke the first flat shoes i've ever tried to wear every day like regularly it happened in china because when you're in russia i don't know why before my 22 i've been always wearing the high heels 
I'm serious. I was driving the car with the high heels. Well, listen, I will not say I bought my license, okay? But it was an interesting thing. Then I've bought my car. I did know, I, I had no idea how to drive it, right? So I was learning <laughs> the driving while I was ready driving. It was a very terrible, actual experience. Jesus. <laughs> yes. So listen, my car was my second house because I was studying. I was doing the job, part-time job for PR company. And evening time, I was going for my training. So I always had the spare shoes in my car because when you, I'm out of the car, I'm wearing high heels. I'm coming back to the car. I'm wearing the normal flat shoes because I could not drive. But listen, now I drive the car even with the high heels. That's the thing. So Russian girls actually born in, in the hills. Well, now it changed a lot. But back to that time, it was 2010. I mean, like you will not see the girl walking without high heels in Russia, especially in Vladivostok. Vladivostok is the center of fashion, beautiful girls. It's a port city. It, and that's why it's kind of like making that reach high level. So that's why we always have to be a wow. And I'll tell you small secrets, okay? Can I? Please do. I love secrets. So Sam, big Sam, my Sam, he has a fetish on women with the high heels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? This is he got to kill me. But yeah. So I have I don't even dare to wear something but high heels for our shows. Oh my goodness. So That's so right. is that why he's so good in the ring because he's getting his inspiration there from you? This is how it works. That's why I am the queen. I am a his queen as well. So that's why it, this is sort of inspiration and vibes I'm bringing in. So now you know. <laughs> now well, you know the secret of the stable, yeah. <laughs> the Duke loves wrestling audience right now. You just found out one of the biggest secrets in all of wrestling right there. Big Sam uh, has a, a, a fetish for women in high heels and, and Queen Marie, she makes sure for every show she's wearing those high heels. So big Sam can get all yeah. excited and get the job done in the ring. This is, this is fantastic. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This We're is fantastic. So, so that's interesting. Okay. So you, you basically, um, because you were used to wearing high heels and it's part of the, the, the culture over there, that's why yeah. it really doesn't bother you. Despite the fact that you're a dancer, that's that's really yeah. interesting to know there. I, I do wonder about something because your fashion is really what people love to talk about. Just like you said, I mean, not only, you know, Sam loves to see you in the heels and what have you, but your outfits, they're always so well put together. Um, the makeup is always so cool, especially when you have that that strong red lipstick. Um, you're, you're an icon. Again, again, this is, listen, this is the look. Listen, let me tell you the collection of lipsticks I have, okay? Just today, I've bought my 32nd lipstick. 32nd. I'm going to send you the picture later. So, Marie, now, what do you need all that lipstick for? You only have two lipstick. What's up with all this lipstick? You don't understand, Duke. There are 50 shades of red, okay? And we don't touch the topic. This is the answer. 50 shades of red. The Every lipstick, red lipstick I have, it looks for you as being a man that they're all the same, but no. They're not. Wow. You're, so you're my, giving my me the secret. 
my <laughs> ex-boyfriend he was always like always like to tell me this marie like you open my just legural every day the purse i have with me i have at least 10 different lipsticks there because i never know what kind of mood i will have so that's why Unbelievable. Yeah, you know i i just tell you yeah this is this is yeah you're gonna ask me the next question maybe i will explain later why is this well, I, I am curious, why is that? What, what is it about having so many, just because there's so many shades of red, why do you have to have all of those in the lipstick? What is the real meaning behind this? Because listen, I'm not a fashionista, okay? I'm not a fashion icon <laughs> like yourself, so I, I need to learn. The Duke needs to learn the secrets of the fashion world from an expert like Queen Marie. So what is the story with all of these lipsticks? As you follow me, as you said, so you will understand there, well, you cannot smell me, right? This is another addiction. Every person have their own addiction and they feel their certain collection, right? Some some men, they collect in cars, some, some men collect, collect watches. I'm very simple on that. I'm collecting lipsticks, I'm collecting perfumes, and I collect sunglasses, my three passion. I've always felt myself, how to say that, I wanted to be unique. Like, easy say, I wanted to be different. Even my mom always asking me, like, I hope that one day you will become classy girl. Like, you know, like all the girls being classy. I always choose the clothes which will make me look different. And you know what? I cannot fight myself with that. I just feel in this way. Always wanted to be different, have a different taste, have a different style. I, I, you, you believe it or not, I have people come to me and say, where did you get that? Where did you buy that? You have a very interesting style. You have a very interesting vision of the fashion and stuff like this. And I don't know, this is a part of me. I guess this is my soul because I don't know why I, I am became like this. My mom is, uh, well, she's very classy woman. She's great. She's very intelligent, elegant, classy woman. But me, you know, sometimes I'm wearing something. I mean, like people asking me like, what the fuck is that? And I love it. This is what reaction I want on the way I look. And I, I believe this is something what is inside, you know? Absolutely. It's in your soul. Like you said, it's in your soul. It's part of yeah. your spirit here. I, you, you said something interesting though, because you said that you also collect sunglasses and perfume. Yeah. Everyone listening, including myself here, we cannot smell Queen Marie right now. The technology has not been exactly. made in order to send sense across the internet, so to speak. But you got to help us out here, Queen Marie, because I know that uh, when it comes to selecting perfumes and even as a man selecting colognes, certain scents, certain mixtures, they they go well with your natural pheromones in your body. Like I like a, a woodsy, masculine, warm scent. Like those are my favorite scents. And that's what really makes me come out. Um, you know, the sound of my voice and how strong it is and deep my smell has yeah. to reflect that as well so even before you even know who i am you're gonna you're gonna feel my presence because of that so 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 help us out here queen marie because people are going to be looking at your pictures and all that good stuff here what does queen marie smell like <laughs> this is my main smell i smell love <laughs> you smell like love. Okay, okay. So that's that's an inch that's I an interesting way to love. describe it. Okay. Love. I smell sex. Uh oh. I smell confidence. This is what I smell. 
Okay. I mean, I can tell you the brand of my perfume, so you can go and try it in the shop. But I will tell you sometimes I, I have in my collection, I have few perfumes which are male perfume. Male perfume. Okay. I so do, so you put I on male perfume? Them. Yeah, I put them. I think this is so incredible hot to put the male perfume on the women. I have wow. few of my favorite brands. And actually last week I bought the one for, for, for male perfume. It's this brand, I don't know how to say that in English. Maybe you will correct me. Low E or Low E V, something like that. L O E W E. It's like sort of the new oh, brand. Low. Low. Low, low E, something like this. Yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. So yeah, I, yeah, male, I, I, I do put male. Per, and you know what? I'll tell you. <laughs> Can I tell you one little secret of mine? Uh, you're, you're, listen, I'm <laughs> loving these secrets. Please, please tell me more secrets. Listen, every time I have a date, right? And if happens that I wear like I'm waking up together with my date, I om I always live in his place and I put his perfume on it on me. Always. Oh. So what, what why do you do that? <laughs> I love it. This is my habit. This is my hot silic. When you do the crime, right, and you leave some evidence or something, right? This is this is sound perfect right now. You know. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Like I never knew that our conversation will go into that way. Like for example, you have you had an evidence, or I don't know, you forgot something, right? Like I don't know, like a glove or something like this, right? Sure, sure. So this is my evidence. I'm leaving the apartment, and the next and this day, then the the, the day after the morning, I left. I want to smell the man I've been with. Wow. Wow. Now, I wonder about something, because if you use his cologne yeah, and it mixes with you and he smells that, doesn't that yeah. also mean that every time he puts on his cologne going forward, he's going to think of you? Well, never had that idea in my mind, but um, well, I'm leaving, right? So he he can smell it. Yeah, he knows that I put his perfume on me, but... Um, I, I actually never ask how do they feel about it. I'll ask next time, okay? Oh, I don't know. She's going to ask next time, folks. So that, <laughs> we're going to have to get a report on next time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Queen Marie is giving us all of the secrets. So so I got to know about this then since, since we're here. What's it like dating, especially in, in China? Because I know, again, you're, you're a fashion icon, you're a dance icon, you're the, the, the greatest manager in the history of Middle Kingdom wrestling in China, one of the greatest in the world. So, so how does one even date someone like yourself? Because I got to imagine they, they're going to have to be a pretty remarkable person, right? Yeah, I'm choosing always the best. My men, they are all the best. I'm telling you. So what's a, what's a date like with Queen Marie? Start from the beginning here. Where do you prefer to go? How does this go here? Let's let's give everybody the full details here. We want all the secrets. Listen, Duke, this is hard for them. I've been told that this is hard to date me, actually. I'm a very wild woman to handle. Not wild in, in terms of, I don't know, wild, like, you know, crazy pervert or something. Not every man can handle my my energy actually not every man can handle um my drama because i am a bit drama i'm a queen and i'm a bit drama queen not every man ready for i am a deep person i'm going deep you know if queen marie is in love oh god damn she's in love you know it's sort of like uh love me 
and I'll move mountains for you. Hurt me, and I'll put those mountains on your head. This is how to date Queen Marie, okay? <laughs> okay, so I got to write that down. Okay, so so that make sure. Scary. <laughs> yeah, make sure you don't you don't cross Queen Marie because she will move mountains on top of your head. Okay, so we don't we don't want that there. But but describe for me seriously. Describe for me a, a date, a typical date. If you if you were in charge of what it's going to look like, where are you going to eat? What kind of food are you eating? Like describe the date. I'm not eating at my dates. You know, I hate to eat. The, I, I hate to eat when I'm dating because, you know, I'm a very emotional person and I am uh, kind of like catching, uh, okay, now we're going to deep conversation. So we're really going to tell you many, uh, to all of the people, many of my secrets. Um, I'm not foodie person at all. Like for me, I'm eating just to uh, feel, my, feel my body, right? To, to, to give the energy to my body. When I'm dating someone, I'm usually so focused on that date. And um, uh, as I told you, being a dancer taught me very interesting stuff about the energy. You know that everything on this planet is an energy. Even now we have in a conversation, we are exchanging energy. Mm. And for women, it's very important to get the, the energy from men. So usually when I'm on dating someone, I'm fully being in this process exchanging energy and when i'm doing this process like you know i am giving this energy i'm receiving the energy and i'm not thinking about the food at all so i'm kind of very easy to handle but you know i i appreciate that my man always trying to surprise me taking me to some nice fancy restaurants uh feeding like feeding me this feeding me that the first thing i'm not eating the red meat this is one thing so uh, you you will not take me like, oh, Marie, let's eat some steaks. No, I'm not into steaks person. So usually I, I'm drinking. <laughs> I am usually drinking at dates. I love drinking white wine. I, lo I love drinking Prosecco, champagne. And I'm a big fan of speakeasy bars, which are like where I can try some crafted cocktails. But my last love, this is uh, I'm a whiskey sour person. Ooh, whiskey I'm sour. Not drinking okay. Whiskey. Okay. I'm a whiskey sour person. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a, a favorite brand of whiskey? See, I'm a I'm a Scotch guy, so I, I like whiskey, but I'm a I'm a I'm a Scotch guy. So whether we're talking Macallan yeah. or or even Glenlivet, Johnny Walker, uh, I love Scotch. So if you if you're making a whiskey sour, what's your favorite whiskey to use for that? Well, I to be honest, I never even questioned myself. I I think they should to to put bourbon or something like this but i'll tell you i love when men drink whiskey it's okay. so sexy so attractive yeah for me wow. especially on rocks whiskey on rocks or gin gin tonic or whiskey otherwise i will never like i don't like the men drinking wine or something like this whiskey and gin tonic sexy thing for me yeah all right. Now, listen, make sure you're writing this down, uh, fellas listening right now. OK, Queen Marie <laughs> is giving the tips on the way to her heart here. So you got to have either whiskey on the rocks or gin and tonic. This is the way to go here. OK, Queen Marie's letting you know. Now, now I know that you said that you're not a steak girl, but I got to imagine that because you grew up by the water 
you got to be a seafood girl. I mean, there's, yeah. there's got to be caviar and, yeah. and, and lobsters, something like yeah. that, right? Uh, scallops, uh, salmon, uh, sashimi. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you want to if you want to date me, take me to the Japanese restaurant. I'm yours. That's it. OK, here we go. You, you just heard it, folks. So make sure you get the uh, the sushi boat or the, the sashimi platter there where you have all different types of sashimi. And, and listen. Give, give her a whiskey sour on the side there. Queen Marie is all yours. They, she might actually wear your perfume, a.k.a. your cologne, by the end of the night. So that's good <laughs> stuff. There. I love it. <laughs> now, now I, I know, Queen Marie, that you've um, you've recently have done a little bit of moving around over in China. And like you said, when you're in love, you love pretty hard here. You've moved around because of some guy. So so talk to me about that, because I know that you, you're no longer with this person because they, they stepped out of line and you may have to pick up one of those uh, those mountains and throw it at his head. What happened there? What, what happened with all of this moving and transition that you've gone through over the past uh, year or so? I remember one day I was in Harbin and I thought like I will leave the city because I did not see myself there. I did not see perspective. And I remember that tall, handsome, white shirt guy came to me with a bottle of champagne because we are we are in Harbin, imagine, right? Harbin is, I don't know how compared to what city in America or this is sort of like um, village city in China, right? And uh, I did not expect to meet someone with sort of manners there uh yeah i fell in love very strong very deep and um it was uh two years of relationship and uh we we kind of sort made it on even on distance and because i need i had to move to shanghai and then i made that step to move to harbin because of this person and yeah it didn't work out finally I'm a very sensitive person and uh, deeply in love. I found myself very depressed and with a very broken heart. Uh, could not eat, could not drink, could not... Nothing helped me at that moment, to be honest. I found myself very weak and I was trying to drink, didn't work. I was trying to cry, didn't work. I was trying to smoke, didn't work. Nothing worked. and. Uh, the problem was not like we did not have love or something. I faced the betrayal. I faced the betrayal. You know, for the confident woman like me, uh, like you look at me and say like, wow, you should be like in love with a man and he should love you completely, fully, like, uh, you know, be completely in you. But no, uh, the love of my life betrayed me very bad I found him cheating on me and um, I had to kind of like how to say like from ashes from pieces to bring myself back and you know at that moment when you think that nothing helped you I think like the whole MKW you know my story they all supported me a lot thank you guys I know that you were tired to listen to my story <laughs> again and again and again always being texting me, always checking on me. I And there is certain of people who every day text me, Marie, Marie, you should go back. You know your power. And at that moment, I 
felt like nothing. I felt like I cannot do anything. I'm zero. I'm not beautiful. I'm, uh, I'm terrible. I cannot do, I cannot succeed. And then one day I thought I, I'll go back to Russia. I said that to Adrian. Adrian was shocked. Adrian, Adrian Gomez, thank you so much for being there for me at the time. Uh, he was spending a lot of time with me when I was going through this breakup. And then one day, I don't know why and what made me to, I woke up and I said, look, I'm packing my stuff. I'm going to Shanghai. And yeah, I came to Shanghai, all this girl not believing in this world, not believing in herself, not believing that she can do. I had so many problems with uh, visa, with uh, house, with everything. Thanks for people who loves me and they kind of like support me on certain moments. It has been half a year and I brought myself back brighter than ever, stronger than ever. It's a sad story now. One day I found myself laying on the floor crying and I thought, no girl, you still have your dreams. You have to follow them. It's still something left to dream about, right? And yeah, I woke up and I stand up, I pack my stuff. Came to Shanghai, I was 50 kg, Duke. I was 50 kg. I was bones. I was bones and skeleton. I could not eat anything. You know what? Now I'm smiling and I want to say thank you to that person. I hope that he will listen to this interview and he, he will understand what I'm talking about and what I've been through. I want to say thank him for everything that happened to me and for fighting myself and for feeling that from the people that they also see me. They, they recognize me, they, they want me, they love me, they, 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 they've been my fans, they've been supporting me, they, they admire of me, and this is worth it, you know. Everything what I've been through this year, 2021, I will never forget, it was worth it, yeah. Thank you for bringing this topic, this is very, like, personal, but uh, MKW, you know what I've been through, everyone knows, everyone knows what I've been through, but, yeah. Well, now the world knows. And, and I wonder about something, Marie, because that is a that is a deep, deep story there. And I appreciate you sharing it. You are currently putting something together. It's something that people have been expecting from you for years, because, again, like you say, they stop you on the street. They ask you, you know, where did you get that? I, I, you know, they, they talk about the way that you style your outfits and just how put together you are. I, I hear through the rumor mill that you may be starting your own fashion line. What's going on with that? Is that, is that going to happen? <laughs> oh yeah. We are living in a very interesting world where we should to follow our inner and our real dreams. And uh, I have, I, I work now for the company. I'm doing the marketing and I'm feel very happy and appreciated. But every time I wake up and, is this what I want? Uh, one of the person I know from the Harbin, uh, this is the, the man actually who loves me. And uh, I never been with him, but he just loves me. He's married and uh, he's just love me the way I am. One day he called me and he said, Marie, I know you for seven years. And I know that you've been always into fashion, into shoes and everything. Why don't you start what you really want? What do you really want? And I know what I want. I want to create fashion. I want to create my own brand. I want to create my own clothes. And I want to create uh, 
it's in a, in a sort of way that to make every woman to feel special, to make every woman to feel unique. You know, I, I am very big fan of Charles Bukowski. It's the, the person, maybe, maybe you can see that I pose sometimes, no, maybe um, I also bring this name now up. I'm a big fan of Matt Baker. It's American writer. And he's writing the um, sort of the drunk poetry, you know, dark, um, provocative, provocative, not like, not, not this kind of poetry, you know, like, uh, like yellow, sun is yellow, uh, sky is blue, I love you, you don't love me. No, it's a very, very dark, strong, provocative poetry. And what I was thinking, I want to put his words on the pieces of my clothes, because the way he talk about the woman and the way I, I'm, I'm being a big fan of him for eight years, actually. And I always read the way he talks about the women sometimes. So it's kind of like it made me feel unique because I understand the style he talks about. So that's why I want to bring this feeling what I have. I want to bring this inspiration and put it on clothes and create something unique for the women to make them feel special. You got my point here, right? There are many layers to you. Queen Marie, you're you're a person that is a a full person. You know, you you laugh, you cry, you have your highs, you have your lows. But what's most consistent about you, and whether we're we're looking at it from a perspective of dance, from a perspective of event planning, from being a manager in, in MKW, from being a, a fashion icon and, and someone who's going to start their own fashion line, you are someone who does not give up on herself you are a strong person and you are someone who is a great example for others you show them through your actions what it means to continue to push forward and that is so inspirational and it is so wonderful and that is something that i think the world needs to know about you more than anything else not just a pretty face you are a a woman of strength and character who is here to show everyone that it can be done as long as you continue to believe in yourself. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to see Marie. I promise the world will know my name. I promise. Really it, it will, it will, because I'm a very ambitious person. I, I, it, it's just impossible to let this energy keep in my body. I have to, I have to spread it. I have to share that, you know? That's the reason why people love you so much. In fact, why don't you let everybody know if there's anyone out there, which I'm sure it's everyone listening right now, uh, for <laughs> folks who want to follow you online and keep up with you and also be aware of your fashion line, because I'm sure people are going to want to buy some of your pieces once you have that launched. What's the best way that people can follow you online? As you can see, I'm I'm very kind of like open on Instagram. Yeah, I'm I'm share. I think that the Instagram now is the way to communicate with the world and to share everything. So yeah, I'm I'm sort of I'm not hiding anything. I'm I'm sharing my my feelings on Instagram. I'm sharing my news on Instagram. And yeah, when when it will be all ready, I think I will create my page on the Instagram, and everyone will know. Yeah, I'm actually, you know, <laughs> China blocked me last year. I almost had like, what about thousand followers last year and China blocked me. And now I have a new fresh Instagram. So I'm hoping that people will feel me and they will follow my Instagram. So for future updates. 
and I'll definitely put the Instagram address in the comments, folks, uh, of this episode. But it's it's Marie Me. So it's M-A-R-I-E-M-E underscore seven five seven five. And you'll get a chance to see all the incredible adventures of Queen Marie. I mean, literally the 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 fashion. We're talking high fashion. She's somewhere by the water more often than not, you know, but it's it's the way that the outfits are put together, whether she's at an MKW event or whether she's by the beach, whether she's on a boat, you you name it. I mean, it's just really interesting to see her feed. And there's always some fun videos. I'm everywhere. You're everywhere. You're absolutely everywhere. And it's cool to see here. Listen, Queen Marie, I appreciate the fact that um, you took the time to join me here on Duke Loves Wrestling. Once again, I promise I'll never make the mistake of, of not inviting you on the show uh, for so long ever again, because I do not want you to have Sam Tell give me, me a big Sam bomb. Tell me you regret it. I, I, I regret it. I regret, regret it. First with me, right? <laughs> I regret it. And, and you know, now I have to watch myself because if I smell men's cologne, yeah, what? it may be you. It may be you. <laughs> How about that? Look, I'm going for shopping tomorrow, right? So you're gonna you're gonna send me the picture of your perfume because it's very important. And I'm gonna just stop by in the perfume shop. I'm just gonna smell your perfume so I will know how you smell because smell is very important, you know. It's true. Even when you're talking online, so I prefer you know to know this. So you're gonna pass me the picture of your perfume later, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. I promise I will for sure. Listen, but before I let you go, I do want to ask you about something. Um, and I yeah. know that this is gonna get a little serious here, but but I do want to make a point because I think it's important. I noticed that lately there's a lot of people, especially online, who are expressing themselves because there's conflict going on around the world and, and what have you here. Oh. And I know that there's been some negative comments directed toward Russian people, you know, where, where people may take issue with government, but they want to take their issue with government and direct it to just average citizens and average uh, people who are from Russia and what have you. You are a Russian woman that lives in China. Um, have you had any kind of experience where people have been giving you a hard time and, and speaking negatively about Russians, especially with everything going on in the world? And, and if so, how are you holding up? How are you handling that? Now, smile ahead for the whole interview just disappear from my face because, yeah, this is this is very sensitive. Well, the situation happened when yesterday, right? So since yesterday, uh, you know, I'm feeling not even being that safe well we are living in third country we are living in china which is here like you can see the comments but i did not see any comments from even china and chinese people but we have some sources like instagram seal and uh, wechat which which we use in china and the groups which even the girls group which we are sharing together it's like ukrainian girls russian girls some like this post soviet countries girls right what i start to see it's very provocative comments about people who hold russian passports there's not even appropriate words like go fuck yourself, you're a nazist, right? How you say that, Na nazist, right? Yeah. 
Oh, Nazi, Nazi. Nazi, right? Nazi. Yes. So, yeah. Can you imagine we have been calling from Ukrainian girls in the girls group this word? And it's not about even just calling. It's about like they are even, um, how to say, they're saying like girls from Ukraine. If you see the Russian sitting in the restaurant, you got to come and say in and point into the face and say that word like you are Russian Nazis. I mean, like we are just citizens, right? We are people. We we, we don't want this war. And uh, it's not like I can call to my president and say, you got to stop it. Right. Yeah, we it's are, not it's not fair. It's not fair to to project that type of anger and, and frustration and ignorance onto you. It, it, it really is not fair. And not just you personally, but all Russians who have nothing to do with the decisions being made by your government. You know, I, I don't want to be blamed for everything that my American government does around the world. I didn't make that yeah. decision. Whether yeah. I agree or disagree, that doesn't really matter. The, the main point is don't blame me. So I wouldn't want to do that to other people. So, yeah, that's that's not fair for people to target you that way. And I'm very concerned about the fact that it's becoming a safety issue uh, because you're in a whole different country. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And this has become a safe issue. I've heard before because this is okay. Let's be honest. This is not the first situation. Right. We we happen and and it was going on. And I know that there were situations in China where the people from Ukraine and people from Russia uh, been having a conflict. And you know what is the problem is like, I don't really understand this hate. I don't really understand this this attitude and this mood. And uh, this is really sad that the people don't have the right level of education to understand that there is not the citizen who can decide and who can rule and who can change something, right? We, we are not, I don't want to say that we are victims, but we are in this position that we don't have really word. And they have been pointing that this is you who chose your president. This is you who did this. This is you who did that. And yeah, I I don't feel safe. And I don't feel that this is the right thing to do. And the problem is, you know, Duke, even if you try to explain, the more you try to explain, the more fire. It's like to put oil in the fire. So what we do, what the Russian people do now in in Shanghai, we just keep silence, you know. We just keep silence and we don't say anything. We cannot, they they keep posting this on Instagram, on WeChat, this, what we have in China, posting, 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 and we just keep silence. We just watch. But as long as some of us from Russian people will post something or will say a word, it's like, the same to put oil in the fire and this is sad it's very sad sad. it's very sad and and i just want you to know marie that um we feel for you and you know we do care about you and 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 everyone over there it's it's like playing chess and unfortunately you have people who are in charge they're the kings and the queens and the bishops and the rooks and unfortunately we the citizens no matter what country you're in, and a lot of times we're the pawns. And it's crazy to think that the pawns have to fight each other. 
over things that the kings and the queens are doing. It is, it's, it's really crazy to me. Um, but here's what I'll say to all of that. Treat people the way you want to be treated. And what I mean by that is, and this goes for everyone listening, do not blame yeah. the average person for something that their government is doing, good, bad, or indifferent. That doesn't make any sense. What, what Marie's describing right now and the way that people are acting towards her and some of her peers is just horrific and it's ridiculous. And, you know, me being a black man in America, I, unfortunately, I know all too well what that feels like when people are targeting you and blaming you and going after you for things that literally are outside of your control. You didn't choose where you it's were born. It's all over the world now. Yeah, it's all over the world. It's all over the world. You didn't choose where you were born. And, and you're not, like you said, it's not like you're the president. You, you're not making the decisions. So why the hell are they blaming you? So it's just crazy. And, and I want yeah. you to just continue to be safe. Um, continue to, to make sure that you surround yourself with, with people who love you and, and people who care. And hopefully, you know, we'll get through this rough patch. Because here's the thing, Marie. Yeah. We need Queen Marie to continue to be the, the fashion <laughs> icon and the, and the choreographer and the great manager and the, and the superstar that she is. Okay. Because you have a lot of love to share with the world and we need that from you. We need, yeah. we need more people like you and less like the alternative. So again, we appreciate you very, very much. And uh, we thank you for all that you're contributing. This is just so not like a flatter me but makes me so happy i'm about just to you know to find the mission of my life here you know <laughs> i feel so happy yeah <laughs> like you know now i know my mission i actually felt this way you know i'm i i feel my soul i feel what my soul wants yeah it's just being just being me just bring this smile to people just you know um my wrestling family we are so we're so strong you know i never thought like i will have the family here in china and it will be my my wrestling family you know i mean i cannot imagine my life without them yesterday we were the whole day uh talking they were supporting me we were sharing the opinions and i'm just like realized like oh my god back to 2018 when i first meet adrian and I thought it's going to be, wow, interesting adventure. I can try once. Little did I know it will grow in this way. Now I will have a family here in China also. Being far away from my family to have so much support. And I appreciate that this being a queen of this kingdom, I always say I'm proud to be a queen of this kingdom, bring me so beautiful people like you so talented you have amazing voice i've been looking at your shows i've been looking what you're doing and when you told me that you want to interview me i felt very proud i felt very honored wow this person want to talk to me wow that's cool so i'm just being very thankful for everything what i have and for for this opportunity so thank you duke so much for all your words and for opening my my inside world which is which is very deep it's just the cover it's just a surface is even deeper you know <laughs> this is Tony Schiavone and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling <laughs>